Are you a little bit pissed off at the world this month? Mm -hmm. I think you might be. Electronics might be failing you. Communication's not working. You kind of feel a bit of a... Ooh, malaise is the right word I would use. Yeah, I know what's going on. It's not you. You're not losing it. It's the month of June. So let's dive in and have a talk about what that means to you. I just want to give people a place to go to get information. I want them to enjoy learning about Qi and how it's easy to learn about it and affect change in your own life. So Qi Pro is here for the curious seekers and for the professionals looking to get ahead. It's the bottom line. I want to empower people with information because the one thing that can't be taken from you is your knowledge. All right, are you in the mood for some freestyling this month? Well, if you're not, you're going to have to get in the mood for it pretty darn quick. What I need you to do, though, this month is understand you've got to put your feet firmly on the ground. This June month is something called Jawu, which is Yangwood horse. But this is an unusual month. Normally, I can just say to you, oh, it's May, do this. It's, it's April, do this. June is a whole different ballgame because it's a pivotal point. We've got a lot of energy shifting. We've got Mercury retrograde in effect. And we have the month itself connecting with you and causing stuff. So I want to dive in and go through a lot of materials. But if you've been feeling a little bit off, if you've been having some problems, stay with me because it's all here as to why that's happening for you. Now, I mentioned it's something called Jawu. So each month there is an element and an animal in the month. It's just a description, uh, a marker of time, if you will. But when you put these two together, oh my, oh my, we have a very stubborn behavior is about to flare up and the pressure to run fast and free will be everywhere. You're going to want to break free and you're not going to fully understand necessarily what you want to break free from, but you just know you want to do it. Hold on there. Hold on. Pace yourself. Because while most people focus on the ideals of summer, I'm focusing on the fact that we're moving into fire season. Now, this is metaphysical, okay? So it's not a real forest fire exactly. It's more about the internal fire, the metaphysical fire that will bring an intensity forward that no one can deny. Now, whenever a horse enters our arena, and remember it's horse month this June, things move quickly as a horse likes to show off and own the podium. There's no second place when you're dealing with a horse. So you add in jar, that wood element that I, f I first mentioned, and we have a very stubborn streak that is tantamount to a direct challenge. And by golly, the race is going to be on. Now throw in, I hate to do it to you, but throw in Mercury retrograde in full swing all month of June. It's imperative, and I mean imperative, that we slow down and think this month. That pause button in your mind must be engaged this month. Don't say I didn't warn you, peeps. Don't say I didn't warn you. Now, I know you're going to feel empowered with a bit of a, dare I say, know-it-all, and I got this thrown in. Well, let's just call those jets attack, please. Um, you might know a lot, and you might have a lot under your belt, but you don't know it all. Sure, you feel confident. I love that for you. I genuinely do. All I ask is for you to think your actions through as what you want to do will affect others and not as positively as you may hope. You don't actually have all the answers this month. Things that make you go, hmm, right? I know, I know. Now, you will experience a rush this month, an inward momentum that somewhat pushes you, um, it pushes you two ways, deep within and yet pulls you out at the same time. This is that emotions I was alluding to. We're going to find that our emotions are quite 
Mm, I was going to say raw, but it's not quite raw anymore, but they're right there. They're right there. And we're both inward, outward, in, out, quiet, loud. We, we want a bit of everything and we don't quite know what to do with it. And with this, we've got both hope and a word that I don't use very often, but despondency. But don't stay on that one. Focus on the hope word. It's not an easy position to be in this month. So we have to choose what we're going to do with it. Now, you're going to find that your desire to help, to be seen with your intent to make a difference in what's occurring around you is, is admirable. And, I, and again, I love that for you. The problem is that anger is just under the surface for all of us and things can shift ever so quickly this month and in the wrong direction. Like an errant spark as it jumps from a campfire to a dry grassland and beyond, things can get out of control quickly. We're kind of, well, we're all in the centre of a potential firestorm. Again, I'm talking metaphysical here. And it's not actually all bad. The reason I'm talking with you on this this month is to help calm you down and understand your position in this firestorm. So, um, come on, you know me well enough by now. It's not all doom and gloom, right? Always, always find the silver lining because we have to work with whatever is presented to us. And this month is no different. I simply want you to see that things are at a pivotal point in the year and what sparks from here will go a long, long way. Now, I'm a few days late doing this podcast because guess what? I had technical difficulties because it's bloody Mercury retrograde. But no big deal. I still wanted to get it out to you. And the reason I bring that up is because I know you're actually already feeling some of what I'm saying. Because when I do these podcasts at the beginning of the month, you'll hear me but you'll hear me a lot better if some of this is under the way and you can sort of nod your head. And I know you're going to nod your head through this podcast. So we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to talk about some things that are going to affect the month as well. So the first one is we had an eclipse on June 10th, a solar eclipse, and it will it drew people to it like moth to a flame. But I need to say loud and clear that you, I hope you didn't look at it. I know it's a bit late to say that now. And I did put some warnings out on social media but I hope you didn't look at it because you've got to step away from the light, people. This is the one time you don't go to the light. The eclipse resonated with our innermost emotions and together with the summer solstice that's fast approaching on the 20th, everything is shifting emotionally. There's a big energy shift and we're feeling it. We just don't know what it is we feel. If you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't believe in astrology, Sam. I'm just listening, listening to your podcast because you're kind of cool, but I don't actually believe in this. I don't care if you don't believe in it. It doesn't matter. You will be feeling this and it's going to have an effect on the year. So let's break it down a little bit, okay? The eclipse that occurred on June 10th, it opened an innermost door that is far too strong for you to handle and it can jumpstart a plethora of negative vibes. It's why I always tell people not to look at it. I'm someone that can deal with energy. I work with it all the time. I'm very intuitive. And even though my work is very scientific and factual, there is a side to me that is very energetically focused. I never look at a solar eclipse. When you look up to an eclipse, you're looking with your eyes. And even if you have those safety glasses on, it doesn't matter. You're absorbing that a mass amount of energy coming from that eclipse. And it's too much for a person to handle. You know, the, the eyes are the windows to our soul. So we bring that right into our soul. It's not a positive. You can watch lunar eclipses, no problem. Just don't ever watch solar eclipses. If we look at also the solstice on the 20th that is inside our current, our currently active Mercury retrograde, we can see a yin 
trend emerging. Often when that happens, we somewhat hide. We go inward. We're a little bit afraid. We don't want to see something. So hiding is often underrated and is best not to be feared, though, okay? Because it is it is something we have to do a little bit right now. And maybe hiding is not the right word. How about I say we just need to protect ourselves a little bit? We're at a time where everything is changing. We want to be done with the pandemic. We want to move on. We want to be out with our friends. It's summertime. Well, it depends where you are in the world. But here where I am, it's summertime. Everybody wants a barbecue. I know that. I understand you want that. But I have to give you a little warning that we have to be careful. We have to pace ourselves through this because this energy shift that just occurred is changing for us. And pandemic wise, we're going to see some, some, some improvements, which is good, but they're going to take a while to occur. So I want you to take this month to be a little bit inward. I want you to be kind to yourself. I want you to be gentle with yourself. I want you to be soft with yourself and focus on what you need. It's time to focus on you. This is not the time for you to fix the world. You cannot do it. The pivotal moment that happened or that is happening right now, that will take care of everything. I need you to take care of you. This is the time that you fix yourself. Be sure that you are happy, healthy and harmonious. If you're living in harmony with yourself, you are in a far better position to help others around you find their inner harmony. Not because it's your job to do so, simply because they will be drawn to your positive orbit. Instead of that moth to a flame reference, how about we make you a beacon of light for the transformation to a butterfly? Yeah, I like that. Now, one morsel I will definitely drop here. Slide it in while you're just, you know, envisioning that butterfly. The two dates I've been talking about, the solstice and the eclipse, they are the heralding moments of a financial shift. It will take about two months to complete, but the financial world is about to crumble, not crash. I've already had a couple of people come back at me with this when I've been talking about it. I'm talking about crumble. What I mean is I want you to be aware of your finances, be mindful of your spending and be ready to ride out a bit of a rough patch financially. Don't worry, I'm going to remind you around August as this starts to really build momentum. But this is your first heads up. So pay attention to what I'm saying. It's very important. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a wealth management person. And I've had several talks with people and I will not speak for anyone else. I'll just tell you what my conclusions are. We have to have a reckoning of where we are financially. We've ridden out this pandemic really well in many, many ways. And I know I know, lives have been lost and businesses have been lost, but in many ways we're, we're coming through it. But a lot of money has been put out. A lot of markets have been stabilized, pumped up, the whole thing to keep it going. There has to be a point where we're held accountable. It's time to pay the piper. It's not a crash, guys. It's not a crash. I'm talking about a reckoning. So just put yourself in a good position. Make sure you've got some cash flow. And we'll all ride this out just fine. But it is logical and it is going to occur. Now, we're going to change tactics here. We're going to go into some feng shui. So when I bring up the feng shui aspects, I'm talking about your home, your office, your building, your store, physical location. Now, there are eight directions that affect you each month. And in my newsletter here in this podcast, I like to bring out two good ones and two not so good ones. So let's have a look. Where are two areas you can use more of your home or your office? Well, the first one is the northeast. 
If you've got an idea you want to fly with, you want to launch something, you want to expedite something forward, use this part of your home or your office to set things in motion. Particularly useful in Mercury retrograde because it is hard to launch things right now because retrograde takes us backwards. And if you're launching something new, you want to go forwards. In many ways, it's not the best month to be launching something new, but if you need to, use the northeast area of your home or your office. Another good area is the east. It's a very good area for studying or any type of academic pursuits. So that's also good. Now I've got to flip it for a minute. What are two not so good areas then? Because we, we, you know, where there's a yang, we have to have a yin. Well, unfortunately, the South. Oh my goodness. It's all about obsessive, compulsive and controlling issues. So Keep away if these are tricky habits of yours already. If you're already someone that's dealing with some of that, don't try to work in the South or sort a problem out in the South or make phone calls in the South of your home. Avoid it because the energy influence that's there for this month is going to bring out this determined, focused approach. And and that could be good, but this month it's not. It's too much. Now, another area to avoid is the Southwest. I want you to check the security in your home because this is an area of potential loss by someone else's hand. So don't give them a helping hand to do it. If you've got doors in the southwest or windows, just give them a once over. Are they secure? Do the locks work? Is there something you need to do? Is the light broken by the door? Just give it a once over. Like when I point out these places, these locations, it doesn't mean it will happen. It means the probability of it occurring is higher. So all you've got to do to head that off, if it's negative, is to, you know, check those areas. So it's not exactly, it's not difficult. You can do this. Now, I know you may not be able to avoid or use an area I speak to. I get that 100%. All I ask is that you become aware of the energy influence in that area so you know what to do. All righty. Well, we're going to jump ahead and talk about astrology. The favorite one that everybody likes to know is what does the month mean to you? I know, I know you want to know. Well, if you haven't got your birth chart, make sure you go to cheaprosam.com and look at the astrology chart, the calculators, and get your chart. If you've got it, if you've got that visual, let's dive in and have a look. Because what I do here in the podcast is I look at the animals that are in your chart. So there's an animal associated with the year, the month, the day and the hour. So those are the ones I'm looking at. And that's what I'm talking to here. Now, on a quick side note, I am developing a brand new product that talks about something very specific to just you. And that's going to be launching very soon because it's a personalized forecast designed just for you. But for the here and now, let's stick with the basics. All right. So have a look at your birth chart. Do you have a rat in your chart? Now, to give you a clue, in case you haven't got it in front of you, if you're born in 1936, 48, 60, 72, 84, 96, or 2008, you have a rat in your chart. It's also December month, and it's about between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. time frame. If that fits with you, you, my friend, have a rat. You're about to change direction big time. So be ready to pivot on a large scale as that's where the good stuff is. Technically known as a clash month for you. Don't be afraid of that word. I actually like clash when it comes forward. It can be a little bit uncomfortable when it happens, but it means change. Okay. So look it in the eye, look it straight in the eye, whether it's a problem that's come forward, 
um, an emotional issue, a corporate issue, just a basic work issue, whatever it is, look it in the eye and deal with it because you will see it for what it really is and you'll be able to make a change. So it's actually quite good. Clashes, like I say, they can be a little bit uncomfortable at first because maybe you weren't thinking of changing direction, but you're going to be. So of course it will depend where it is in your chart. For example, if it's in the month, it's gonna be about your career. All right, let's move ahead. If you have an ox in your chart, now this would be if you're born in 1937, 49, 61, 73, 85, 97, or 2009. It's also January month. Now, of course, these are solar months. And it's between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. That would give you an ox in your birth chart. So it's year of the ox and it's month of the horse. So it's always an interesting time when a harm pops forward. This one is emotionally driven. So buckle up and be ready. Take the time to send to yourself and focus on your needs. I've stressed that in the podcast already for everyone, but it's particularly for you if you have an ox in your chart. Because if you overextend yourself for others, they'll be okay. But you, my friend, will hit the wall. Now, what's next? Well, we have interaction with the horse. If you are a horse, you would know that because you're born 1930, 42, 54, 66, 78, 90, 2002, month of June and 11 to 1 p 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. I have to kind of outwardly groan here because this is me. I have a horse in my birth chart and this one hurts because it's issues that arise that are of my own doing and yours. If you have a horse in your birth chart, you're going to cause the problem yourself. So it's that self penalty, which is pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? I need you to seek help this month and layer in trusted advisors on all of your big decisions. It's the only way. So even though having a horse in your birth chart quite often means that you are quite driven, depends on where it is, but if it's in the month or the year, you're, you're going to be quite driven. And I really need you to layer in information from other people because you don't have all the answers this month. And if you follow an answer that you really believe in, that you think is absolutely right, even if other people are shaking their head on the sideline, you will cause a problem for yourself. It's all up to you. So just pace yourself, slow it down and think, huh, who can I bounce this idea off? Who might have um, not an opposing view, but a different view that will round out my view? That's what you need, my friend. Another animal we're going to talk about this month is the rabbit. If you have a rabbit, have a look. Do you have a rabbit in your chart? I will tell you that 1927, 39, 51, 63, 75... 87 and 99 are all rabbit years when you use the solar calendar. Also the month of March and it's 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. approximately. For a rabbit, this one's all about bad habits or I could actually say habits, but some of them being not so good ones. So it's time to ensure you create better ones this month. Now on the flip side, can you make some big changes and potentially destroy something that is blocking your path? Maybe. But please be careful where you place the dynamite. Okay, so the rabbit month, you know, in this month of June, yeah, if you've got a rabbit, you can make some big changes. You can remove a blockage to something that you have been planning to do or you want to do. And that is great. Just be careful how you do it. Okay, now, last animal that we're going to talk about today is the goat. If you have a goat in your chart, it's going to be because you're born in 1931, 
43, 55, 67, 79, 91, or 2003. It's the month of July and it's approximately 1 to 3 p.m. Again, it's all solar months. So a goat, I'm so happy to talk about this one because as my saving grace this month is that I do have a goat in my chart as well. And it's going to offset that pesky horse situation that I'm dealing with. The goat this month with the horse, they're, they're really good friends. So it's a, it's a camaraderie. And this is a month of collaborations and assistance. So connect with the people you need and you will get where you want to go because of their assistance. This is a great month. So again, if, if you happen to be like me and you have a horse and a goat, know that there are some problems you could cause yourself, but boy, oh boy, other people in the mix, they're going to fix those problems for you and take you forward. So I love it if you've got a goat. This is a really good month for you. When I go through the, uh, the feng shui and the astrology, I know it can sound a little bit like, oh God, this just isn't good. My office is in one of the bad areas and I've got three of animals that Sam said aren't going to be good. No big deal. Now you know, you deal with it. And I've also covered the eclipse and the solstice, right? So there's a lot going on. So remember, I want you to, to be kind to yourself because this is bigger than you. This is not all your fault this month on how you are feeling. If you're wondering, well, Jesus Christ, Sam, are there any positives this June month? Well, of course there are. Okay, I'm just going to remind you right here. Use the horse month to parade your skills for all to see. If you want that prized ribbon, well, for God's sake, show them what you got and claim what's yours. Allow the eclipse and the solstice to draw out your innermost desires. And for goodness sake, be true to what you need. That's what this month's about. All this energy with the eclipses and the, the solstice, it's really important you focus on what it is you need. June month is a transition from greatest yang to greatest yin. We're going from a time where we've worked toward the longest day of the year. Now we're on the other side, working towards the shortest day. But it does come with benefits. Yes, the pandemic is still circulating. But you, my friend, are ready to rise up and strut your stuff. Be confident, be sassy, be the undeniably awesome you. And my work here is done.